Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That? With me, Holly Frew. And me, Ronan Warfield. Uh, actually, I meant to say to you, we are on episode five. Exciting stuff. Doesn't feel like it, does it? It's like no. flying through these. It's great one. I usually um, lose interest after taking up a new hobby within <laughs> the first or second go. So, yeah, I know. So, <laughs> Like that medical school thing. <laughs> Two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that book. <laughs> oh, no, just one chapter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was a dark and stormy night. Yeah. <laughs> more of this. Oh, I'll like, I'll read more tomorrow. I'll yeah. read more tomorrow. Uh, no, I'll leave it till tomorrow. Be grand. Leave it tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah, five. We're on number five. We're, yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. We're on the halfway point. I don't know. We haven't. To really what? What's, what's, what's halfway of what? What's going to happen after 10 episodes? Are you going to kill me? Is that it? It's yes, yes. Uh, It's a serial, it's a whole premise is going to build up a serial killer podcast. Yeah, this is actually a true crime podcast and it's under the umbrella, the veil, if you will, of of this kind of film chatty podcast. But uh, yeah, it's, it's actually true crime. All right. Yeah. I can't wait to be the victim in that. <laughs> good times. Yeah. It, it'll yeah. be good. It'll be interesting. It'll know. be fine. It'll be fine. I'm I, sure it'll work out. The spoil, like the spoilers, happened already now. So yeah, well, you know, you gotta you gotta uh, get the preview to the you know to the good stuff. You know. Yes, this is true. Um, how was your week? It was busy. Busy bee. We're doing Euros stuff at the moment and getting ready for that. So going to be working on some competitions for that. So awesome. uh, very good. Busy and exciting. You've got fo- you had football on this week as well. Yes, lots of live football, which kept me very busy. Thanks to the, uh, the international friendlies. Ireland got their first win under the new manager, which I'm sure you're over the moon about. I can see the glassy look in your eyes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I actually thought like, because I was in this room and then um, my dad was in the other room and I just heard like screams and I actually legit thought like, oh my God, is he having a heart attack? Like what has actually happened? happened? <laughs> and uh, when I went in, he's like, four, they've got four. I was like, what? Four what? I was like, <laughs> is this rugby? <laughs> did, Ireland win the, did Ireland win the rugby? <laughs> rugby, sports ball, look. Yeah. It's all the one. It's all you one. know. So, yeah, yeah that was the time. highlight of the week. So, you are? That was the highlight of my week, watching Ireland get their first win. I mean, I felt great for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pity. That didn't happen though before this massive championship that's coming up in in literally two weeks' time. Exactly. It would have been nice to have been a part of that, but it would have been nice to just even be a part of it. Yeah. Like I've gotten, I've got zero interest in sport 
I I do enjoy though when the pub we are I think. Yeah. taking part at least. Yes. Yes. Like, you know, I mean, in the end of the day, it doesn't like, you know, we're probably not going to win. We're, probably. I think it's, it's an impossibility probably, that we'll get anywhere. Gonna, <laughs> yeah. But then it's like, it's so unbelievable and amazing. Then if you get to even like the quarterfinals or something else, yeah, so like that true. would be the biggest thing, you know, since USA 94. Yes. Well, I was going to say Italian 90, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, so like it's um that was I think probably my peak football knowledge as well. And yeah, ninety four. I think it might be too young for Italian ninety. I was just at the right time for Italian ninety. Yeah, you were a few years younger than me. So ninety four was probably my. Was your first? I I I remember Italian ninety, um, in terms because I really liked the uh the logo figure the mm. the man the um. The, the Italian flag man made us. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, cool. I remember that. And he was deadly. And um, so that sticks out of my mind. But uh, as far as like, you know, I knew all the players. I knew like all of their names and what, you know, just I, I was pretty obsessed with the team. And then like, then I just sort of forgot about football altogether then after. That was it. That was your brief uh, fascination with football over yeah. and over. Yeah, very good. But very I mean, good. I I I'd pick it up again if mm. you know. It's just so funny though. I do you find it when because you sort of have to watch sport as part of your job, but um, true. Like, I do have to sit through, but I I I do enjoy the live football um, when it's on, like because. It's, it's something I used to be obsessed with as a kid and a teenager. I was football mad and I kind of like grew out of it a bit. But, you know, to, 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 to cut to the chase, I basically lost interest in club football, which is where it was all going to be headed, where the interest was heading. And I was like, oh, club football, it's not really, it's all about money and blah, blah, blah. And I still kept, kept up with the international scene because that's mm. really where football lives for me like because that's still about the game and it's still about it's not about who has the most money wins it's about yeah. who has a you know who is the better team wins basically it's on merit not finances yeah which is where club football has gone in my opinion so yeah whenever the live football is on the international stuff i definitely would watch that more than the club stuff yeah that's true mm. and it's just though when i find i like if I'm watching um, our Ireland like rugby matches after a while, and then I go and watch a soccer match, mm. it's so it's just so weird. I find I'm like it's just I find soccer then football whatever. It like it just looks so much slower of a yeah. sport. It's hard to go back to, or it's, it's hard to come away from the bizarre. fast pace of it. Like yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent, yeah. And you could put Ga in there as well and say, like, you know, if you watch a Ga match, be it nah, like nah. football fe- or fairly. Fe- fe- no. <laughs> okay. No. no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. Uh, but yeah, if you watch it like either like Hurley, Kamogi or football, like, and you mm. go to watch like a soccer match, it's just the football looks like so slow. But anyway. Well, Hurling is the fastest field sport in the world, officially. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Huh? Look at us talking sports. Yeah. Look at us talk, sports look at you talking sports. Yeah, yeah. I like I I know sports. I don't I don't mind it. It's just I I think my interest in it just like dips in and out. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? No, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um so uh yeah, so we, shall we press on with the uh with the blood and oh, guts? Wait, what, what, what we're actually here for? <laughs> what we're here for? Yeah. Shall we press on? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think I was last the last time. So do you want to go? I will go first. Um okay, so my choices this week were uh Antebellum and oh, yeah. Promising Young Woman. And I went for Promising Young Woman. Ah, I had a feeling yeah. you would because you were. Yeah. Like, I haven't even heard of the other film. <laughs> no, I did read up on the other film and I gave it its due attention, but um, no, I decided this was a better bet for the mood I was in, essentially. Yeah, so fair enough. I gave it a watch. Um, it's uh, yeah, no, it's 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 it's. I'll go through the story anyway, and we'll uh, we'll take yeah. it from there. So basically, it stars Carrie Mulligan, who is a woman. Well, she's 30 in the film, so she's 30 years old. Um, it, basically, she is a medical school dropout. Uh, we find her at the start of the film in a nightclub, very, very drunk and basically just falling over, um, slumping. And uh, some fella comes over to her in the, you know, with the, with the with what seems to be the genuine intention of helping her home. But of course, he helps her back to his place and... As she's that fall down drunk, she basically uh, has very little uh, wherewithal to, to, to force him off. But um, as he's getting frisky with her, uh, she basically snaps to life and you realise that she's been sober all along. And um, and essentially, uh, basically, she was pretending to be drunk to, 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 to see what this guy was going to do. Um, so the... From there on, we find that she is uh, working in a coffee shop. She is a medical school dropout for reasons that become clearer later. Um, and that she basically does this uh, routine every other night where she goes out, uh, pretends to be you know, a scantily clad, very drunk woman and um, lets these guys basically... Uh, she's pretending to be dead drunk and vulnerable and stuff um but lets these guys take her home and catches them essentially being handsy i suppose is the best way. i'm trying to i'm trying to word it diplomatically <laughs> <laughs> um, no so, you're yeah. doing good it's yeah it's a difficult one i think to navigate uh yeah. but basically i mean you know if you're going to the, sort of put your hands and try and have sex with someone who's comatose drunk yeah uh, you're like you're you're basically um you're an abuser like so mm. so I guess the, the, the idea that she she's, she's basically of... pretending to be comatose drunk and yeah and then of course when 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 stuff starts to turn south she snapped out of it and confronts the guys about what they're doing who of course are completely freaked out and are very apologetic for what they were about to do and what we're doing in the process um so, uh, but every time she does this, you see her marking off um, names in a book, um, in a copy yeah. book. Um, and, and it appears that she's getting revenge for something that's happened in the past. Uh, so 
that's I suppose as much as I can say about the storyline. She does essentially um, do this as a, as a as a as a routine of revenge that she's carrying out methodically. But um, in the meantime, she meets a guy in the coffee shop that she works at, played by Bo Burnham. Yeah. Who I'm guessing you love. No. Yeah. From that little. Yeah. He's my other boyfriend. Is he other boyfriend? Okay. Um, so I don't ever seen. I think, him I think all my boyfriends this. are in the leading roles of all the films that I nominate. Yeah. Interesting. That interesting. Yeah. I don't so anyway, know. Bo Burnham plays the guy who is, uh, for the most part, charming and funny, and he's a um, pediatric surgeon. Charles. Yeah, he's a pediatric surgeon. Um, to make him even more adorable, endearing. Yeah, making him yeah. more endearing. Um, I'd not seen him doing anything other than stand up before, so it was interesting to see him actually act, and he's quite good at acting. Yeah. Um, so that's that was a, a an unusual piece of casting. There's all unusual casting in it, which I'll get into in a minute. But yeah. So anyway, in the midst of her doing this plot for revenge uh, for something that's happened in her past with these fellas, um, she uh, starts to fall in love with uh, this guy, Bo Burnham. Uh, and for the most part, their relationship seems to grow organically, and and it's quite believable and funny and engaging and they seem really well suited to each other uh, and therein would be the general story of it as opposed to these two conflicting sides of her personality essentially one where she's in this very blossoming loving relationship and the other one where she's seeking revenge against men who would be uh, potentially sexually sexual predators essentially yeah so uh, um but yeah, without getting into spoilers, that's that would be the, the blood. Yeah, that's the a perfect place to stop because I think anything more than further on from that will just be like mm. giving too much of the story away. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, but it's, it, it's a very... It goes places that you don't think it's going to go. Or for me anyway, I certainly didn't expect it to end up where it went. Yeah, um, I know. And uh, like the big twist that there is in it, like which I wasn't expecting at all. Like, um, but I thought that's very, very good. Like, uh, so yeah. Ultimately, it was an excellent film. Really, really good. Um, I would have never watched it. Um, only you suggested, but it's it's an excellent film. It's well acted. The cast in it is brilliant. Um, so as I said, you got Bo Burnham, who will be a stand-up comedian before this. Uh, you've got Christopher Mintz Plassey, who was McLovin. Yes, yeah. He plays one of the Who's, fellas who, and 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 such like in like in fairness, he's been in a, a, like a lot of other stuff since mm. um since that movie when he was McLovin, super bad. He's also um, but he's because you know he's sort of playing this absolute creepo. Mm. Uh, it's it's great it's great to see him i guess in that sort of role as well even though he's yeah, still kind of yeah. like the gangly kind of like uh, uh, uh. pseudo nerd sort of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but like but, uh, still uh, and then fight. yeah totally but uh you've got him uh so you've got uh adam brody who plays one of the first guys that she um who she has run in with um at the beginning who will be more or less a, a romantic leading man i guess from that feckin show that he did what was it gossip girls oc you know, something like that. One of those fucking things. Um, the OC, but, uh, yeah, Ronan. Yeah, the OC, yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but uh, so he was, like, like they're all playing against type, essentially, which I thought was excellent cast. And even um, she has Molly Shannon uh, as her best mate, uh, or her old mate from school, who both knew another person in the film. 
again, I won't get into spoilers about. Yeah. I suppose it's not a spoiler to say why she's doing this because you find out fairly early on, don't you? Or is that a spoiler? Uh, no, it is. Yeah, it is no, I think it might be a little bit of a spoiler. Yeah. yeah. It's too much say. connectivity. There. There's too much connectivity. Yeah. You'd have to watch it to know that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But um, so, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's suffice to say she's, she's getting revenge against predatory men, essentially. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Uh, yeah and it was I think was it not I can't remember now but it was definitely nominated for I think a few Oscars I mean it it was let me look it up because um, I can see it going down the Oscar because it's like it's obviously very prescient in terms of like the whole Me Too movement and stuff like it's it's stuff that's very contemporary and um, has a lot of roots in the real world, essentially. And I find, like, not not to, you know, not to say that it's worse across the pond or anything, but I definitely think that that whole, uh, you know, frat culture is a, is a much bigger deal in America than it would be anywhere else. Like, and, and as a result, sort of women being victims to sexual abuse when they're just, like, you know, too drunk to know any, know any difference. Would be a much you know a much bigger issue over there than it would obviously it's an issue here as well but um yeah i guess though the big difference between there and and say in ireland is that i guess yeah we don't have that sort of fraternity mm. and we don't have that frat culture of yeah you know college and all that shit well we, we do have that but we, we do don't have, have it but together. there's yeah, there's it's a much way more thing bro, in America. Like, yeah, yeah. Brohood bro kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, like when you know we go to college, it's like girls and boys hanging out together, pretty much all the yeah. time. Do you know, there's not really a gender, like, sort of based it's establishment that like, that, like one. And women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas it's pretty segregated like that in America. Sort of, mm. but well, like, certain, hello, I, I don't even know. Like, I, I'm not, uh, sort of, I'm not what you call it educated enough to know about <laughs> what's going on over in America too much. But yeah, just from my guess, like, just a general knowledge point of view. Yeah, just I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure this stuff happens everywhere. Like, of course, yes, of course. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's. It touches on all of that, um, and like I said, it's 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 very well plotted out in terms of, you know, when you find out why she's doing it, and you know her her own, uh, her own like struggling with the reasons be, why, behind why she's doing it, and because you can see she's obviously you know this is stuff that she wants to do, but at the same time she almost doesn't want to do. Because you know, yes. obviously she wouldn't be compelled to pursue Bo Burnham if she was completely committed to this. She's obviously not committed to it. She obviously wants, she's just using it to fill a gap in her life, I guess, I suppose. And this gap yeah. is revenge. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was a really good film. It was really well acted. Um, I'm not normally one for Carrie Mulligan, I have to say. I'm not her biggest fan, but she yeah. was quite good in this. Like. I feel the same. I thought, yeah, um this was just a totally different sort of role, I think. Mm. And yeah, so I just checked it there. 
so this was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actress, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Editing. And it won Best Original Screenplay. Right. Okay, so that's good. Emerald yeah. Fennel, who directed right, yeah. she, she wrote, wrote and directed, directed it. Yeah. And um, um, I did I did like I was gonna say um the script is excellent. Yeah. It's really, really, really good. Like um it's really sharp and it's really snappy, like. Uh, I love her parents as well. Oh, her parents are very good. Um, the parents, they're played by Clancy Brown, who was the, uh, he was the head guard in the Shawshank Redemption. Yes. And uh, the mother is played by, I think, yeah, Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Who was just a, a comedy legend. It's just a comedy. Again, it's all these ca- common, not mostly comedy actors playing against type sort of thing, like, you know? Yeah. And Alison Brie plays uh, one of the old, one of her old college mates. Yeah. Who's, who's a like psycho. Also, yeah, she's. Well, she's not like a psycho, but she's. No, she's, she's, got... she's a typical, you know, she's your typical upper middle class American. Privileged, wh- white privilege sort of like, you know, Um just like you know house kids rich husband yeah this kind of shit like yeah yeah, yeah. so um yeah. But yeah no ultimately i am glad you made me watch this because i really enjoyed it and i didn't think i would having read what i read it beforehand i didn't think it was gonna grab me at all but yeah it was very good great yeah. i'm delighted mm. um yeah no that's cool i really enjoyed watching that movie actually as well and uh I think I was surprised. I was surprised too. I think I did have a bit of like, you know, uh, I kind of had an idea just from sort of watching, a f- like, I think I must have watched a trailer of it somewhere. Mm. And um, I just kind of thought like, oh, is this going to be just a really depressing, like, you know, she's obviously got some stuff going on. And, you know, it's like, it, uh, yeah, I just I just kind of had a bit of preconception that oh, this is probably going to be a tough watch. Yeah, um, it could have been it, 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 in less apparent hands. It could have been a very cheesy affair. Like it could have been just like, oh man, a pricks. This woman's getting revenge for every woman out there. Blah blah blah. You know, it could yeah. have been just one of those. Like, and she's just slicing men up or whatever. But but it was yeah. very thr- like it was almost thriller like in terms mm. of yeah, uh, you know the 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 sort of storyline. But um, yeah, so definitely watch it if you haven't watched it. Yes, it, it is. It's on Sky Movies, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it's on, it Sky, Movies. on Sky Movies. But I think it's a Sky original as well, isn't it? I think. Is it? Oh, I think, could be well, actually, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think they bought the distribution rights for it in, in this side of the water. So yeah, yeah it's, so it's probably HBO Max or something then, maybe or um, something like that. America, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, definitely get on it and watch it. Watch it. Um, so for so. my film, so mm-hmm. I had the choice of watching what was my two choices? Sunshine. Yes. Uh, or Baby Driver. Mm-hmm. And I watched Baby mm-hmm. Driver. Yes, I knew you would. I knew you weren't going to go for Sunshine. I act. You know what? I actually was. I was I I kind of when you said it to me afterwards um I was like okay yeah baby driver and then I was like thinking I I don't know why 
but Baby Driver has been haunting me a little bit on Netflix. Um, not haunting, <laughs> not like a normal ghost haunt, but just kind of like for a while there, it was just con- it was just there all the time on my like Netflix homepage. Every time I turned it on, it would just be like trending now or it'd be, you know, oh, like I don't think it's been on Netflix actually that long. Um, but yeah, so it was just always I, I just kept on seeing it and I was just like, I don't want to watch you get out of my feed and um, ruining my algorithm. Yeah, I don't know. I must have watched something that like spurred it on to like keep on attacking my my um a landing page on my Netflix. Anyway, um so I was actually going to watch Sun- Sunshine and then I realized it was on Disney Plus and then I'd have to get your login to watch it and there was going to be this whole thing. <laughs> So out of just complete like laziness, um, I was like, fine, fine, fine. Fine. Yeah, fine. I'm just gonna bite the bullet and watch Baby Driver. And I did. So uh in 2017, Edgar Wright mm-hmm. directed, wrote and directed this movie, but actually he wrote it. Um I was looking this up. Yeah, two decades it took for him to actually get made. So I'm presuming he wrote it over 20 years ago, Mm. uh, which is mad. That's crazy. Um, It just feels like that's a long time uh, to to work on. Sort of, or like obviously he's worked on different things in between that, but um, it just seems like I don't know, this would have been maybe uh ha- like would have had more appeal to be made than like i don't know uh some of edgar wright's other stuff anyway mm. but um yeah so it stars um ansel elgort 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 yeah ansel but it's it's not hansel but it's ansel ansel with an a with an a not a h yeah. not a h no no ha um yeah and it base oh yeah okay so like basically I didn't want to watch this movie because I kind of hate car movies and the loud noises of cars make me feel uncomfortable so it's just because it's just screeching and like no one has needs that in their life (laughs) well you know depends on what life you have I guess I suppose yeah yeah. So um yeah, so basically I yeah, that's probably one of the reasons I I just kind of hate those movies and then I was put off by this movie. But um yeah. So Baby Driver. Baby is actually the name of uh the main character. Mm. And we know straight away that he is a driver for bank robbers from pretty much the outset. Um He's very young. He he actually like he looks about 16 in this movie. Um, even though I'm presuming he's actually a little bit older. But yeah. I so think, yeah, yeah he's he like he's young. an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um 
basically Kevin Spacey is this boo. kind of I know boo earns <laughs> big time. Um, the last film he ever made. Yes. <laughs> um. So so, yeah. Kevin Spacey is like the kingpin in this kind of little gang. Uh, so he's the head honcho that's organizing baby to be the baby driver and or to be the the getaway driver mm. and then you have John Ham and also there is Eliza Gonzalez and then Jamie Fox is another gang uh member as well so these guys all decide to rob a bank and then obviously baby is going to be the getaway driver um then Lily James is also stars in this as the love interest and she's this like just real light and fluffy little lady little, little pixie southwestern girl again. yeah who's like yeah. this waitress because why not yeah and uh then yeah so from from the outset as well uh or after that initial the very first heist that we uh see baby do um, he says to Kevin Spacey, okay, this is the last one. So you know that, you know, this isn't a life that baby really wants to leave, lead, that he, you know, he wants to get out basically, and he's happy at the fact that it's the last heist, uh, that the next project is gonna be the last one uh, mm. that he's gonna have to do. And um, but then you know, we know that that's not gonna be the case. Never happens, yeah. It never, never happens. The case. Nope. Um, you see baby also in his home and he has an older deaf um, foster dad and he's very elderly as well so mm. baby keeps the cash that he makes from Kevin Spacey in in the apartment to kind of like obviously he wants to get a better life for him and his foster dad and uh, yeah I mean like story-wise it's pretty much like it's not Shakespeare yeah it's 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 pretty much it like yeah yeah so he doesn't want to do the last job but he obviously ends up doing the job Mm. Um, and the story is really much how all that plays out essentially yeah exactly and you know I mean (laughs) like there's there's a lot of deaths in it actually that I wouldn't have uh guessed there would be mm. so that was interesting and i'll leave that i won't like mention who kills mm. what just in case yeah, yeah, yeah anyone wants to actually watch this but um it definitely was much better than uh than what i was uh, anticipating the big difference between this film and say just your average heist or your average kind of car chasey kind of film is the music so baby has um tinnitus or tinnitus and so obviously you know it's that ringing in your ear constantly from it's like if you've had some kind of hearing damage and you can get that like in your ear so baby listens to music constantly to try and sound that uh, noise out in his head and um so we kind of hear what baby's listening to and he does all of these he drives basically to the beats of all of his songs 
And the music in this is amazing, but also the way it fits in and visually um, looks with the the sound. Mm. I think that's the the trump card of this film is definitely the the, the visuals and the stunts and the actual actual car chases themselves are very impressive. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because, I mean, you know, from what I said about the story, obviously there's more to it than just the like three sentences the I outline. said about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, the actual car chases, just the way it's shot. Um, I remember reading a thing as well because I was doing a script writing class. Another lockdown adventure, um, <laughs> and I was reading a thing about Edgar Wright and his writing, and he mentioned Baby Driver, and I was like. <gasps> god what about this film and uh so he wrote those he wrote the action points he wrote the lines in beats to the songs that he was listening to so he would write the actual like you know baby like makes a hard left turn and you know the car spins and like he would be acknowledging what lines they were in the song as well mm. as the as the actual you know so the he's action playing, lines. he's playing he's playing the edit out as he's as he's writing it like yeah essentially yeah 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 so it was um so that was really interesting um the only other person i know who really does that with uh music is quentin tarantino so he's commented a lot about the music being the like the other character in mm. Mm in uh the movie um well they're quite similar in terms of style in terms of directing style like their films yeah. get often quite compared like to each other like yeah so that was um so that definitely helped this movie i think and just kind of makes it stand out from everything else mm. uh is just the amazing um like sound editing and and visual editing and, and the camera style as well hmm. it was muy bien <laughs> muy bien what's that very good is that not muy bueno no bueno is yeah okay i think well, like bueno muy... <laughs> is good i think by itself and then when you say muy bien it's like very good but you, i don't right. know if you can say muy bueno okay did i just installed Half a half of Latin America or something. Yes. So Ronan would just like to apologize. Yes, um, I'd like to issue a disapology on behalf of Holly. Wait, what? <laughs> Ultimately, you made me do this. <laughs> <laughs> Anything I say and do is her fault. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's the way it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't really think of anything else to say about Baby Driver. Like, did you enjoy actors, it? What? Did you enjoy it? Oh, I did. Uh, I'm really glad you made me watch that. Oh, good, good. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. I mean, like, it's not the best movie I've seen. It definitely didn't. <laughs> it didn't deserve the disdain I was giving it. Uh, yeah, you were you were giving it un, an unnecessary amount of hate, like. Yeah, but mm. I think it's just because when you you know, when you see a, a movie. Sometimes it's just gonna be, but also I just think like sometimes trailers do 
a disservice to movies. <laughs> I think I think that's well documented that yeah. trailers often screw films over. Like definitely. I just kind of think like anytime I saw like an ad for it, I was just like, that just looks like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, but it wasn't. No, there we go. Yeah. Um, I thought it could have done more humor, I guess. I think I was expecting more humor from it. I remember watching it going. Yes. Edgar Wright, I thought it was going to be like, you know, a couple of belly laughs like there would be like say in Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead and all like. And, yeah, it definitely it probably, had. It was like, missing that Simon Pegg snark, I think. Yes. Yeah. And Nick Frost kind of and, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you know. But again, that's that's down to my own. You know, no, I, I do agree. It definitely didn't feel like some of the quick action shots felt like at Edgar Wright. Um, but the yeah, it definitely felt like there was a huge Hollywood gloss poured over it. Because mm. uh, when you look at like Shaun of the Dead or Half Was, like it's just it's like almost a student film in comparison to Baby Driver. Mm. Just in terms of like, you know, the locations are your mum's house. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cut, the the, the like, Lower East End, yeah, <laughs> yeah, or you know the village, you know, town center or whatever. But mm. like this, just looked like maybe it's just because we're not from America and we just think America looks. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe like. Uh, no, I think a lot of them might have to do a budget as well. Like, you know, the budget on those films was very small, and on this one, it's very big. And yes. It has, that, it has that glossy look. Like, Yes, that's true. But um, so, yeah, that, that's good. I'm glad you watched that one. Yeah. Do you have um, films ready for next week? I do. Do you? Yeah. Have films ready? You lie. I can see you lie. I do. I have it written down. You have two, do you? You know, yeah. bring up your two okay so what will you be getting up to during the week apart from this um what do i what sorry i said what will you be getting up to this week apart from watching what film i'm going to give you um uh, what will i be getting up oh it's the bank holiday weekend it sure is so i guess we'll be having a drink <laughs> or two or three you are going to on holidays well i wouldn't say it's holidays i'm going to trilly for two nights which that's lovely which represents the first night away in a long time yeah yeah god so, since when i'm trying to think uh you know, i can't i can't even remember it's did been you well go over a year anyway did you go to a wedding or anything? No. No, the, the last wedding I went to was before pandemic, pre-pandemic. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was just before the pandemic, but it's still a year and a half ago. That yeah. I think that would have been my last night away. Yeah, I think you're right. God. Mm, long, I went to I went months. to a pandemic wedding in December. I was like one of oh, that's 20. right, you did, yeah. Yeah, how'd that go? I said yeah. that was weird. I mean I like essentially it was like myself and my friend uh, and we are like both friends uh, with Sarah and um, so it's myself and Roisin and like 
um yeah it was bizarre because it was kind of basically it was essentially us and her family uh that were you know and it was only her immediate family as well and and Mm. his immediate family so like it was mad because it was just like there was just so few people but it was lovely as well it was really like it was really kind of um it was just a lovely day there's no other way to kind of describe it it's a nice intimate ceremony i'm sure as well yeah I think it was yeah. just it was just so different uh, in comparison to other weddings, because like it you just there was like half of half of the uh, like room was just us, you know. So it was cool. And was it far more obvious when you got like fall down drunk? <laughs> I know. You see, I didn't even really feel like. I had a few drinks. No, you've like, got like a hundred people to hide behind, but like twenty yeah, people. Like, yeah, oh God, yeah. Look how drunk she is. <laughs> I am, I do? don't have a drinking problem, everyone. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not a problem. You like to get drunk, you know. It's, it's look, fine. It's not a problem. No, I just like several drinks at one time. <laughs> As in, like one, two, three, four. <laughs> or just Shots. to have lots of actual drinks around Just you on the go, so on the go, like, you might yeah. have like beer maybe there's a glass of wine there maybe a bit of malibu maybe a... oh jesus malibu <laughs> what are you the one, the one drink you don't drink like <laughs> <laughs> okay wait, wait hang what? on a second <laughs> that's but malibu just reminds me of like just i think you oh, know sh- 18 or whatever and it's like malibu and pineapple oh and i'll just going to like you know rip my teeth out because it's so sweet and i think i'm just gonna die yeah no it's not a drink i ever got into and i remember like 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 that you'd be sitting around the table with a gang of people and one of them would have the malibu and you could smell it was like the one drink that would just smell everywhere like you know it was like I it's think like the rotten fart of alcoholic drinks, like. But like Malibu and Coke has to be the like if someone orders that you, in a bar, you have to be like, "Can I have some ID, please?" Because it has to be because it's so sweet. I think it's the easiest thing for like young drinkers or like first time drinkers. To yeah, drink. going down easy, like yeah, yeah, because yeah, it, it it's tastes, like it's like a pop drink, like yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> it's just like a soft drink. So, um. I think that's why people kind of ease themselves into drinking with drinking Malibu. I think the, ma- the male equivalent will be Bulmers or uh, maybe a Bulmers and Blackcurrants type. Well, concoction. I mean, it's, I don't think it's really male or female, but like, yeah, cider is definitely an easier drink to swallow <laughs> than beer. Mm, true. I still, the, the smell of cider still turns my stomach like. I know. Just so many bad memories associated. It's, uh, it's, it's grim. It's grim. Because, or actually, do you remember when um, Copperberg was a big thing? I do. Ka- I went through a Copperberg kind of phase as well. And even back. the smell of that now, I'm like, oh. Pear. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not good. It's just such a strange thing to make cider out of. I know. It's grim. It's gross. there's probably not even a pear in it it's just like heavily flavored Mm. (laughs) 
Exactly. Please don't sue us, Copperberg. You're a real great company. <laughs> you're a real swell bunch of guys. You're a real, <laughs> you're a real bunch of guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember they had to get rid of their um berry cop was it berry copperberg? Or some kind of like mixed berry. Was it mixed berry? But it was like six percent or something, and they actually oh, couldn't. Is that what, is that what they had to get rid of it? Serve it as a cider because it was technically a wine. Oh, really? Like the ingredients and the alcohol level made it oh. a wine or something. I don't know. Look, the Remember? facts are very loose around this podcast. It's yes. <laughs> mostly we not, opinion. We are not fact checking anything we say. We're fact-checking absolutely nothing. Nothing, yeah. Uh, barely so, even fact-checking, like, when these films are even made and yeah. directors. We, ex- we accept no responsibility. No responsibility. That was a sheer guess. And if it's anyone's fault, it's Holly's. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sheer guess about all of those Oscars by Promising Young Woman as well. So. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I yeah, it was know. nominated for all. It was nominated for, you know, best visual effects. <laughs> <laughs> Zero special effects, not like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, there probably was some special effects in there somewhere. It's mad yeah. actually when you see films and there's like special effects artists, stunt artists, and you're like, that was well, a drama. Like there's yeah. no, <laughs> but it's just because like if literally an if an actor like falls or throws himself on the bed, like because it's so litigious, they have to have that. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. like, well, we'll get a stunt in for that scene. Yeah, and it's like. <laughs> They're throwing themselves on a soft bed. Yeah, but like some films, like some directors, I should say, like employ visual effects and special effects and stuff that you'd never even think about. Like, because the likes of David Fincher and Scorsese lately, like they do like green screen and blue screen and stuff that you wouldn't even think about looking at twice because it's a special effect that that is a special effect. Like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, because half like half of the backgrounds that Fincher uses are all animated backgrounds because really? he wants to yeah because he wants to all have a specific look and a specific like lighting thing yeah and if you couldn't get that on the night and the dark set and grim is that, location, is that what more or less yeah but if you couldn't get the look that he wanted on the day yeah he would basically paint the whole thing out and have effects come in and make a new one for him like and scorsese does that a lot as well with there's a great thing on youtube about the making of wolf of wall street oh where, yeah like, where like uh like stuff that you wouldn't even think about it's just like oh my god that's all fake like the only thing that's real is the guy standing there on the mat like you know everything else is completely fake and you throw which is a normal regular set like it's and it's so all because mad. they want a specific yeah. look like you know it's so mad though when you think of like directing in that situation because you're like you know you're kind of you're telling like the camera you know obviously the it's the director's vision so you're just kind of like trying to explain what you want from the and the actor is there standing in a in a studio with the green background going like mm. I'm this is normal and I'm like a 50s B cop and I don't know what what the character is but you know <laughs> it's like it's just a weird it's such a weird thing to like try and get into character for like I guess I'm not an actor but I can imagine it would be easier as an actor to like if you were playing a cop to like yeah. be on the street and you know you're seeing people going by and you know I don't know you could just feel more in character than being in literally a green box 
yeah, just a void where you've nothing to react to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree. Well, that's good. We should, so we should. Are we going to direct film? Is this what we're? <laughs> are we going to make something else out of it? Because we clearly know better than everyone else. <laughs> Look, we clearly know a lot, mu- a lot much, a lot much better. A lot much better. <laughs> And Mark we, we don't even know how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have fun. Very good. We do have fun. So go on, give me my two choices for this week. Hit me. Um uh, <laughs> I don't even know. You might have seen these seven thousand times already. Mm. Go on, I'll let you know if I have. Uh sleepers. 1996. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. I've not seen that, no. Um, or 8th grade. Uh, hmm. 2020 or 2019. Oh, that film is that. actually directed by Bo Burnham. Oh, okay. And written. I think it might be written by him. Interesting. Um, but Sleepers 90, is 1996. And uh, you know Sleepers? I do know of, I know of Sleepers. I know it has an absolutely stellar cast. Yeah. Uh, especially for like the 90s. It was just like everyone famous was in it. It's like, it's probably one of my favorite films. Really? Yeah. Barry Levinson. Well, yeah. Um, he's, he's good. But it's, I've, I've watched it re- recent. Actually, I think it's recently. Yeah. It's, it's on Netflix again. Okay. Um, so you can watch it there. Uh, Eighth Grade is available on Sky. On Sky. Yeah. I will give them both due consideration. Um, cool. Your two choices are... Dun, da, da, dun. Dun, 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 okay. So, your two choices are Brightburn. What? Brightburn. 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 You can uh, you can tell that I've seen that movie before, can't you? <laughs> Brightburn. <laughs> uh, where's that from? on? Uh, Brightburn you can get on Netflix. Um... I'm just trying to find out when it was released. Brightburn was 2019. And that's on Netflix. And your other choice is Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. Have you seen that one? Uh, I can't think I have. What is that? That's uh, from 2014. That stars Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. And that's on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. I remember when that... Do you know what? I actually remember that film just purely from... I think it was Emily Blunt on the Graham Norton show. um, Because she was talking about working with Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise. Or sorry... (laughs) Slightly different. Yeah. Slightly different actor. Slight. Um yes. So that's how I actually know of that film. So I haven't watched either of those. Excellent. Yeah, so that's all good. It'll be interesting to see now what we watch for next week. It will. Uh, very good. So yeah. I'm glad we got uh, we got we both got it right this week in terms of stuff we haven't seen. Yes, the potential could have been for like, have you seen this? Yeah, have you seen this? Yeah, what about this? Yeah, you know, yeah, we'll be here on the night. Oh, I know. 
Um, Cooley. So I think that's everything. Excellent. Can, can people reach us on anything, on any forum? Yes. On, I need to, <laughs> I need to work on our Instagram. Uh, but basically you can reach us at why did you podcast uh, on Instagram? Why did you podcast? And uh, is there a at. Gmail? You said there was a Gmail as well? Yes. Why did you podcast at gmail.com? Excellent. Is there a phone number, telex, any sort of? There's a teletext. Ca- carrier pigeon. Te- teletext page 314. And <laughs> uh, that teletext. will be that we'll have a transcript of this podcast, this podcast yeah yeah on tele on teletext that page again 314 <laughs> right um, after the sports results yes <laughs> and, but and before before the, before the cinema times yeah. <laughs> um it, it'll go over a few pages so <laughs> it'll start again though it'll keep going it'll, it'll, it'll go in rotation but it <laughs> won't be in order <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> so you're gonna have to pause the teddy text and sort of start it again, and yeah. that'll jumpstart the page turns. Okay, <laughs> so just to let you know. <laughs> my god, teddy text—that really was like the beginning of the internet, wasn't it? Like that was it. Like it was the beginning of time. I'm yeah. really, the beginning yeah. of all time. Be, I think teddy text became before came before television. Like. <laughs> That's how old it was. Like. Well, essentially, Moses with the tablets was the first. That's form the first of one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh... I just imagine Moses with the tablets, and people are all like, "No, stop! Stop moving it! I can't! I didn't finish reading that one. Start again." Oh no! You have to wait till he does the thing with with the other tablet, and then look, he'll be shown that same tablet again now in a second. In a minute, just give him a minute. All right. Very good. All right. Well, then we leave it at that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, have a lovely weekend. Have a lovely bank holiday weekend, everyone. Oh, yeah. by the time this goes out, oh, no. bank holiday it'll be, be after. So yeah, you'll yeah. be like, oh, depressed after oh, the depressed bank holiday. Mm. You'll be all like post bank holiday blues. Yeah. Ours are still ahead of us. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.